Blog Talk Radio. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure I'm glad you did. Man, I am, uh, first off, before we get started, I want to thank everybody. I got a whole bunch of tweets and, I don't know, we used to call them emails, but uh, my, my wife tells me they're called DMs now, direct messages. I got all kinds of direct messages this morning. I had mentioned that I had taken a COVID test. I have been feeling terrible the last couple of days, and... Um, you know, of course, the wife worries about everything, and, you know, that's part of her job. She, rightly, I'm glad there's somebody who does. I'm not complaining. Um, but she's like, oh, and I said, I don't think so. I think it's just a summer cold or something. I'm not feeling congested. I can still taste. I can still, you know, not none of the, you know, things. And then this morning she got me. I, uh, I tell you, I've been getting real cold and then real hot and then real cold been weird and I haven't been able to sleep well. Uh, I haven't been able to get rested. And so this morning after climbing back into bed uh, to, to grab a quick hour nap, she that's about all I can sleep at a time at the last three days. Um, she uh, she said, well, you know, if, if there's anybody who would have the first of a new symptom, it's probably you. So, you know, and we got a whole big box. We ordered them when they came available for these COVID tests. So I took one this, you know, I'm like, oh, okay. And I took the test, and uh, it came back negative. I'm okay. I'm okay. But everybody, so I posted about that, and then everybody messaged me all concerned. Um, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. Just got, like I said, got a summer cold or something, <laughs> you know? Or I'm just getting old. There's always that possibility, too, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my gosh. You know, you don't think about your health when you're young, Um you just take it for granted, and, and, man, it can say, well, most people do. Not the son of our guest today. Oh, my gosh. I, I say this, and I, I, I wanted to thank everybody, but really it shows the contrast. Here I am complaining about, oh, I'm cold. I need an extra blanket. This, this father's son had some, some much bigger issues than that. And, um, well, you know what? We're going to welcome him. Um, Mr. Matt Hammond, he's a parent of uh, Bowen Hammond, and there's a new documentary out called Bowen's Heart. And let's talk to Matt. This is this is a hell of a documentary, I tell you. It's one of my favorites of the year so far. Anyway, Matt, how are you, my friend? Hey, Jamie. Good, man. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Matt, jumping right into this, here you are, you know, you're a fairly young guy, you got a family going and whatnot. I I don't have any kids, so but I do have a niece and some, some friends' children I'm very fond of. <laughs> you know. You don't <laughs> want anything bad to happen to anybody's kid, you know. Um but you were thrown into a, a, a crazy deal here, a situation with your son's health, right? I mean, did you guys have warning before he was born or was this you know, you're you're all happy at birth of your son, and oh, by the way, 
there's a problem. How, how did this yeah. happen? Yeah, so in, in 2010, we had already had two little girls at the time, Emmy and Claire, and we're pregnant with our third, and we went in for our 20-week ultrasound. And okay. so they found out they were getting a little brother, which they were super excited about. And But then we also found out at the time that he only had half of his heart, which sounded so crazy to mm. us because we were like, you know, like we didn't even know that was possible. And right. basically he was called uh, hypoplastic left heart syndrome, or they call it HLHS. And we just kind of were in a uh, – period of just having to go see a bunch of specialists from April to September mm. when he was due and just kind of like waiting during that time, you know, and doing our best to just move forward, not knowing what was going to happen. Um, the only thing that we really knew is that we were going to have to have um, at least three open heart surgeries for him. So, oh my God, you know, it's not a baby. Man. Yeah, it was just, it was just tough to, to know, like, hey, our lives for a while, maybe forever in ways are going are gonna to change or just be different, you know, from what you imagine. So the new complications, you know, that would be definitely to some degree lifelong. So that's a lot, you know, that's a lot to to kind of soak in. And and it was it was tough. But, but yeah, he was born in September of 2010 and just the sweetest wow. little kid and, and had the first six months of his life had you know, two open heart surgeries. And, and that third surgery they had told us about was kind of more of a elective surgery that most kids have kind of around three. Um, but mm. he was doing really well. And we found some people in other parts of like in other, in other programs uh, in the States and uh, in Europe that had had some success waiting a little longer on that surgery. And so part of, you know, making this film was, you know, us deciding to go ahead with this surgery, even though we had waited a lot longer than most people, um, making that decision to have the surgery and going through it when he was not a baby anymore, but now he's like an eight-year-old kid who's a big part of our wow. family, you know, was much more difficult. And and so, you know, we decided to make the film mostly because during that uh, initial third, uh two surgeries I was at the time in a band that was touring nationwide and we had mm. one song on Christian radio at the time and so all the stations were carrying our story and then after oh, he went excellent. home from the hospital uh, ABC nightly like uh, uh, ABC World News basically made it their Thanksgiving story and so we had all these families who were like not only reaching out to tell us hey we've got a kid with heart disease too but then there was like all these families who were getting diagnosed with kids with heart disease who were finding our story and reaching out to us and like, hey, what do we expect when we go to the hospital? What's it going to be like going through this? How does it affect your marriage and mm. your kids? And so that was really the motivation behind doing it was we thought, well, we're about to walk through this. It sucks. It's going to be extremely difficult. Um, you know, how can we make good out of this? And maybe this is our opportunity to answer those people's questions firsthand and not just tell them but show them what it's like to go through right oh it's amazing it's amazing now, i'm not in the music business i'm not in the film business i'm a painter i paint pictures of people for a living and been doing that That's a long awesome. time and well yeah you know it, it, 
I don't know how to deliver pizzas, you know. I mean, it's it's what I can do. <laughs> um, but the thing is, although I really like pizzas, so that's really rough. Anyhow, what I was going to say is, is even in the best of marriages, me and my wife, we've only been married technically a couple of years. We've been together forever. One of those type of deals, you know. Yeah. And um, growing up, I grew up in uh, Detroit, Metro Detroit area, and everybody oh, I awesome. hung out with, everybody I knew, was in a band. Was in a band. And I'm not trying to throw rain on anyone's parade or something. I think it's easy. Let me put it this way. I think it's easier to be a painter in a marriage than it is to be in a band in a marriage. Um, and this is, <laughs> of course, everyone's different. I'm not saying this is the, the, the rule of thumb. I'm just saying it has happened a lot that I have seen with people I've known. Um, Yep. You're on tour. You're not home. There's, there's things, you know, I mean, it, it's, uh, it, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. So you're dealing with that. And then, yeah, guess what? You got this, you know, <laughs> you think that's hard. Yeah. Here you go. Oh, yep. I mean, oh, you know, God. for me, it was, it, it was crazy because, you know, at that time, Sarah and I had been married for like, I guess it would have been nine years at that point. We've been married for 21 now, which is crazy. Um, but, you know, there were times with me being on the road that it was just like, man, yeah, we felt like just it was a struggle, man, and communication and me being gone so much. And we had just kind of felt like we got through some, like, huge challenges with just, you know, our most, especially our communication and stuff. We were just like a bad cycle and finally got through it all. And I remember thinking, like, okay, we finally got a break. You know, we're finally getting to a place where we can kind of, like, coast a little bit, take a breath. We're doing really good. And then it was, like, bam, it was this, you know. It's like, oh, my gosh, like, how mm. are we going to deal <laughs> on top of And you got a couple other kids of, like, on yeah. top of that. Yep. You know? Yeah, exactly, man. Well, no, mom and dad are spending all this time and energy on bowling. We love them, but, you know, we're – you got to make my ballet recital or karate or whatever yeah. it was, baseball, whatever it was. Um, you know, you're, you're dealing with that on top of it, you know. And yeah. this is the little boy we're talking about, folks. Now, I hope – I don't know Bowen. I did watch the documentary, so I feel like I know him a little bit. He seems like a good kid. He was not a young Jamie Rocks. I don't know how you were, Matt, when you were a little boy. I was into everything, man. I was into everything, yeah. you know. Tried to drive yep. a car when I was 10. You know, bad stuff. <laughs> getting into stuff, you know, dangerous stuff. And, um, yeah. you know, rode a motorcycle when I was 13, you know. I mean, that's what I used to go to school. It was, I was kind of a rebel, bad kid. And, um, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff that he can't do. He's got to be careful. You know, this could yep. be serious problems. Um, crazy, crazy. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www dot j-a-m-i-e-r-o-x-x dot u-s
Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store. It's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rockscare, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. I, I will say this, Matt, if you're ever having one of those uh, mornings where you're like, am I doing okay, you know, on the father tip, I think you're doing pretty good. <laughs> you know? I don't want to well, give anything you know, away from the documentary. Man. Yeah, the little boy's doing yeah. okay. He is, yeah. man. You know, we're surviving. You know, it's it's, and now he's a big brother, so now we have four kids in the mix. Wow. You know, and it's what well, It is uh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a lot, and you know, like 
you know, they're boys, like you said, they're boys, man. They're into everything and, you know, bickering and the whole deal, you know. Oh, the girls are teenagers now, so now we're dealing with, you know, trying to figure out They're hard to deal with. Giving, giving them wings, you know, but how much, how much oh. wings? <laughs> Look, yeah, I'm telling know, you. How much freedom? So it's a lot, oh, but, man. you know, I'll tell you, like, we're grateful. We really are. And one thing disease does um, is it does give you a gratitude for the time you have it just does it's kind of mm. a product of it you know it it's produced a lot of character not only in us but in our kids you know and the really oh, yeah. cool thing that that i've seen happen in our family because of bone's disability and then being around a lot of kids with disability kind of because we got thrown into that world is just like man they're so good with kids who are different, mm. you know, so we'll be around other kids empathy. who have disabilities and it's like, they have, yeah, they have so much empathy and like, they just die, will dive in and, you know, like treat them like, like they're just, up, you know, treat them with all the respect and love in the world. And like, they don't know disability hardly when they see it in a way, you know what I mean? It's like no, any absolutely. kids feel like accepted or loved. And so that's been one really cool thing to see come out of it. But yeah, you're right, man. It's not it's not all all uh, cookies and cream, man. Well, and you've done good with the kids, you know. You haven't raised any Biff Cannons. That's that's the big goal. Yeah. For those young people are going, who's Biff Cannon? Don't no watch Biff, yeah. don't watch uh, Back to the Future. You you don't want a kid like that. Yeah, that Biff well, will make you. your blood boil, won't he? <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Oh man. It um well, this is a fantastic documentary. Now, this was made, uh, you worked with, um, oh, I have their names here. I have their names here. Lexi and Zach That's Reed? Or, yeah. Uh, that might be red. I don't know. That's um, right. Yep. No. Yep. That's right. Were they, I, I was looking at the press release, and I didn't really understand. Did they go through something similar in their family, or did they just, you, you knew them from PTA? I mean, what, how did you hook up with them? Yeah, so basically, you know, going through this, Sarah had connected with all these other families and parents that had been through the same stuff. And Mm. they, you know, she had known Lexi somehow through being like heart moms, you know, they call it. And so Lexi had actually lost a child to heart disease at the University of Michigan. And she um, was her and her husband together were making short documentary or doing short documentary work for NBC today show and online and doing beautiful work, mostly like just human stories, um, you know, that were vulnerable and they were just, man, really so talented. So Sarah, when she was like, Hey, maybe we should do this film you know, maybe this is something that could really be redemptive to help other people going through this stuff. Right. Um, who would do this with us? You know, we can't do it alone and we want it to be good if we're going to do it. And so she reached out to Lexi and Lexi was telling Sarah, like, Hey, you have no idea, but we just were trying to figure out how we actually shift into feature documentary work in our lives. And getting into doing some independent film, uh, you know, outside of the network. And so it was a perfect time because they were wanting to transition anyways. And so, man, it was, it, it couldn't have worked out better 
and not only not only to have them because their talents do the film, but also because they understood what we were walking through. So it, it was right. really a perfect perfect partnership. I'm telling you, man. I am telling you. And again, I don't know if you're religious or whatnot. Might not be a bad idea to throw a five note in the uh, collection plate next time you happen to be in the church, just because yeah. it seems like <laughs> some strings are being pulled here in your favor. All I'm saying. Yeah, All man. Well, no. Yeah, uh, we're we're grateful, man. We we do seek. We do feel God's been good to us, and so we try to seek to be generous, you know, with with not just what He's given us, but also with our pain. You know, I think it's a huge part of the process is showing people, you know, how pain, you know, just can be, can lead to really beautiful things if we allow it to, you know, there actually is, you know, this verse in Romans 5 and in the Bible, it says that suffering leads to perseverance, character, and hope. And I can see that, man, like that our suffering has helped us persevere it's built our character and because of the pain we've been and the trust that we've had along the way and, you know, trusting that God's going to do something good out of it with our story has really produced so much hope in us. And so, you know, we do hold on to that, man. And we see that big time. We just want to seek to be, I don't know, just how do we, yeah. How do we share our story? How do we be generous with our story? How do we help other people in pain believe that they can have hope? as well that it can pull them together instead of pull them apart. So that is a big part of our story. Absolutely. Absolutely. I tell you about a decade ago, I went through a little medical thing uh, myself. I wound up, I was visiting a friend in Pittsburgh and uh, I was dumb, young and dumb. I, I, uh, I had a hernia. I didn't get taken care of. I did the typical guy thing. Eh, it'll fix itself, you know, and walk this off. It didn't. And it got really bad. And I wound up in the hospital three months. And I remember making that, uh, well, my friend who I was visiting called my parents. And I thought a lot about you, Matt. I thought when I was thinking about this, this story, because you're very, you exemplify this. Now, here I was, you know, 40 years old or whatever, uh, maybe a little younger than that, but not by much. And, you know, my friend, she's calling my folks and just, it's not looking good, you know, <laughs> Doctors are saying we can make them comfortable, you know. I mean, it's, you might want to, and they live 15 hours away from Pittsburgh. And oh. they drove, drove through the night. Next thing I knew, Pops is standing there, you know, just for, we got you, you know, whatever you need. Wow. And it made me think of all those times I was a young knucklehead and had pushed, had strained that relationship. Not on purpose. Yeah. But just being selfish and, and being young and dumb, being a knucklehead, you know. Yeah. And uh, didn't matter. Didn't matter. There he was. And you exemplify that same. I, I don't. I'm, I've never been a father. You know, I got a dog, but I don't think that's the same. Um, <laughs> you exemplify that. You know what I mean? Uh, made it happen. And got this boy. I appreciate situated. That. You know. Yeah. I appreciate that. That means a lot. Yeah, and you you got him involved in music. He's got a single, right? A couple of them. Yeah, Yeah, people can listen to him on Spotify and Apple or wherever they listen to their music. Yeah, he's out there. (laughs) That's pretty cool. (laughs) 
And we'll be playing that. A lot of the listeners know I usually play a uh, video on my social media after I do one of the shows that kind of relates or what, you know, yeah, you know, whatever. And um, that's kind of how yeah. we do it. When I'm doing the uh, post-production work here, I have it on the big TV in here. And uh, we'll, we'll have one of his videos there, uh, his Heartstrong video. Um, awesome. So you'll be able to see it, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be able to see it. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www. Dot J-A-M-I-E-R-O-X-X dot U-S. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In season one, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS. That's R-O-X-X for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books, uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, The Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course, The Quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out. Uh, this is a this is a heck of a thing. This is a heck of a thing. Now this is, and this was not. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, and you'll see this. It's very clear in the documentary. Matt and his wife, um, his wife Sarah, are not 
crazy. You know, they're, they're not, oh, I woke up and I drank a fifth. And, you know, yeah, your kid had a problem. We get you're smoking through pregnant. You know, you shouldn't do. They're not <laughs> those types of people. You know, this just kind of happened. Yeah. And, you know, um, man, man. So how are the other kids? The other kids doing okay? Yeah, man. The other kids are actually really doing great. You know, they're thriving in their own ways. I guess, you know, it is hard, though. Sometimes we still deal with, you know, when – and that was one of the things, you know, we we kind of talk about in the movie a little bit, right, is is how do their kids feel when there's a chronically ill kid who naturally gets a lot of attention. And so we've really tried hard as parents to allow the kids to kind of, like, air their grievances and not be defensive about it, you know, just be like, okay, like, we get it, man. You know, that's hard. And, like – what can we do to make you feel seen? You know, what can we right. do to, to make you feel loved or invested in? And so we've tried really hard to kind of play that role as well with them to be able to look at what the things they love and invest in what they love. And so, you know, we, we've, we've been doing our best to keep them busy, keep them involved in things that they care about. And so they're, they're all doing pretty well, you know, they're, navigating nice. you know, the teenage teens are navigating all the teen stuff, you know, and hard. navigating hard all the time. little brother stuff. Yeah. But you know uh, what? Yeah. Overall, I can't complain, man. So everybody, everybody's yeah. got their challenges, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. No one's coming home with neck tattoos. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Don't send me emails, people. <laughs> not, um, not, no, not going home with neck tattoos, just face tattoos, you know? So those, are, those are little, but <laughs> Okay, hey, speaking of um, <laughs> crazy stuff, I we have links, ladies and gentlemen, and these links, they're on our show page, and these links stay uh, active, uh, so when this is converted to a podcast and we blast it out on everything, um, you'll listen to this on Spotify or something in the future, hello from the past, you'll see those links. Just click on them and it takes you right there. Those links stay active, and we've there's a main website, uh, bowensheart.com, very easy to get to, we've got a Facebook link. Uh, it's a group, Bowen's Heart, and there's Instagram, at Bowen's Heart. And I was looking at the Instagram thing earlier. Now, Matt, this is pretty cool. Bowen from the Make-A-Wish Foundation got a tiny house in your backyard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty oh nuts, God. man. We we knew he was up for He's a gonna wish. He's going to stay there you know, forever. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. You know, we knew he was up for a wish. They kept telling us, hey, you've got a wish, you know, if you, if you want it. And you know, like, and he's like, yeah, I want I just don't know what I want. You know, I don't know if I want to meet somebody or go somewhere. And, you know, he he kept, my wife, we, we'd go camping, you know, as a family. We mm-hmm. had an RV for a lot of years. We would travel around the country and all that stuff. And he saw all the tiny homes that we would see around that were so cool. And he was like, can I ask for a tiny home? And I was like, dude, you can ask. I'm like, I don't know they're going to get make that happen. By all means, ask. <laughs> And sure enough, they were like, hey, look, we can't do anything big, but we can do it. And we were like, oh, my goodness. They found a guy out in Tennessee in Monterey who, like, has a young kid, like, 22 years old. And, you know, he, like, he basically uh, has a tiny home company out there. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it for him. And so it's got, like, a little bed loft in it. And, you know, it's, like, got this really cool big window. You can see it online, but. It's, I mean, it's awesome, man. It's 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 yeah. really cool. So, 
He says he wants cool to live in it one day, ever. you know? <laughs> yeah, go. he can have there it forever. That's right. I'm telling you, it's, uh, you know, you're going to have probably three of them sitting right next to it before you. everybody's going to say, no, we're moving home. We're not leaving. We're, uh... I have a, uh, <laughs> a sister-in-law. My, my, my wife's younger, she has two younger sisters, uh, the youngest, um, and we have a real big backyard. And she keeps looking at that backyard going, hmm, a tiny house back there. And I'm like, well, I don't know if we want somebody in a tiny house back there, but uh, <laughs> yeah, why don't we help you get an apartment? How about that? <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. man. Uh, so I'm funny. teasing. If she's listening, we love her. You know, we love her house. <laughs> a 10 person back That's there. awesome. Um, Anyhow, I also wanted to mention um, Bowman's Hard is available, folks. It's on digital and VOD. It's out now. It dropped uh, the 14th of July. You can watch it on Amazon, Apple TV, Tubi. It's on Tubi. You'll have commercials, which not a big deal. Your parents watched them when they were young, uh, but you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> Google Play, Microsoft, uh, you know, it, it's going out on everything. Um that's pretty exciting, man. That's pretty exciting. I'm talking about getting yeah, the word out, right? Yeah, yeah, it oh. is exciting. So, yeah, watch it. Pretty much most places you watch movies, you know. So it's exciting that it's out in the world, man. It took a while to get there, but here we are. I'm telling you. And and what a what, what a tagline for this. A broken heart and an unspeakable spirit. Whoever came up with that, needs you've got to buy them a cup of coffee next time you hang out because that's a good one. Yeah, man. One. Hey, you know what? Joe Dane, uh, with our, it was Global Digital, man. That guy helped okay. us, you know, really refine that stuff, actually. So, which I haven't even met him yet. You know, he's in L.A. and all oh, this he's COVID crazy. stuff is he's happening. Crazy. He's crazy yeah. good, though, in a good way. Yeah, he's awesome. I love him. Uh, he's yeah, on my he's Facebook. Like, and... Yep. He's great, man. So I can't wait. Actually, I'm, I'll do more on coffee. I'm, when I get a chance to go out there to L.A. to meet with them for the first time and not just over Zoom, I'm going to, like, take him out for a really nice meal, buy him some drinks. It's going to be a good time. He's done a fanta- <laughs> He'll fantastic be down for job. <laughs> He'll be down for that now. He's, he's a great – and so, Global Digital uh, releasing is a, a really good distribution company. I mean, they're, you know, they're one of the big boys, and um, but not – they're not to the level of you're just a number to them. You know what I mean? They're, they're still that human yeah, quality. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, – that's what I we think loved about them. Was that, yeah, they had they were cared about they care about the films they do. They care about the people you know who are involved in the Absolutely. film. Absolutely. And so that was the thing, knowing that we were going to get personal, um, that they really cared about us, like you said, and it wasn't just another movie to throw in their repertoire in their library. You know, they can sell it on the road. Which I mean, who knows? They might sell rights down the road, and they can do that. It's their company, but we know that they really care. And so signing off oh. with them was like, you know what? They care about us. They care about Bowen. They care about our story. And that's that's really invaluable in the entertainment industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll send you horror stories of some of the stuff I've heard. Not with them. Not with them. Uh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not with them. Great. But I've heard oh, horror stories. Oh, yeah, man. Right. Yeah. Yep. Where did our money exactly. go? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Exactly. How did I make they own negative, our house now. Negative ten thousand dollars. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> They're moving into Bowen's tiny house. We can't allow this. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it could be bad. 
Love it. Uh, not saying everyone's like that, ladies and gentlemen. It's just there's some, uh, you know, it's the world we live in. It's the world we live in. Yes, yeah. somebody somewhere thought we could deal with some challenges. Um, and, you know, we're dealing with them. We're dealing with them. Very, very cool. Well, it's it's a great story. It's a great documentary. And, um, you know, great talking to you, meeting you. Uh, I love hearing that, uh, you know, everybody's doing well. Everybody's doing well. That's great news. You yeah. Know? Man, yeah, everything's good. Now, are, good. You still, so we're, uh, we're are you still doing the band stuff on the side or – Doing this pretty much. Yeah, so I still I do music, this. man. You know, I put out I put out two two independent projects, and so, um, you know, I I basically still do my own music. I write for other artists here in Nashville. I also do some nice. speaking. I wrote a book last year. So, kind of whatever nice. creative project are ahead of me, man. I just take it on. I left the band in 2016 just to get off the road, you know, because it was so much, man. After 20 years of touring. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> that's a, um, yeah, there's a reason all those these guys and bands, you know, are single. <laughs> or yeah, man. Young. Totally, story, you know? so, I mean, it's a miracle. You know, I've been married for 21 years. So I, uh, you know, yeah, it's a miracle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. What, I think the Lord. A very true story. I don't want to say his name on the air or anything, but I know a guy who was in a band. His wife divorced him. The straw that broke the camel's back, amplifiers in the living room. <laughs> um, oh, there was a lot wow. of other stuff that led up to it, but after oh, years funny, of amplifiers man. and stubbing her toe, yep. she had had enough. <laughs> that is too funny. But, yeah. Oh, well, man. now I know it's, not, it's to, a rough not to put the amplifiers in the living room, you know. <laughs> That's right. Keep the dogs in the garage. Keep those until yep. she wants raised garden beds, and <laughs> then you got to make those, you know. Uh, yeah, or a shoe stand. That's my wife. That's the latest project. I really need a shoe stand. I'm like, yep. You're always barefoot. I don't know why you have 300 pairs of shoes, but I'm not asking. So uh, I'm smarter than that. Anyhow, anyhow, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, it sounds like you guys are doing great, and it sounds like the kids are doing great, and I want everybody to get out there. Bowen's heart. You know, you can get this. You can watch it anywhere. And I definitely, this is a feel, really feel-good movie and a real good snapshot into a family in a crisis situation that they overcome. <laughs> you know? Nice. Nice. I like it. I like it. Um, well, I'm sure Matt will definitely be back on the show because I'm going to bug him for, uh, you know. Yeah, man. Uh, maybe with his music. Maybe with his book. Who knows? <laughs> You know? Yeah, bro. Um, sure. He's a cool kid. Love to. Very, very cool, Matt. Very cool. Well, best to Bowen and the fam. And um, thank you so much for taking time to be on the show. You're awesome. Yeah. You're fantastic. Thank you, Jamie. Appreciate family. it, man. Yeah, appreciate yeah, it. And uh, appreciate everybody watching. It really means a lot. Absolutely. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. Um, like I said, we have links up, and the, the links remain active. We're going to uh, do the post-production, and then we're going to blast this out on all the social media platforms and on all the podcasting platforms. And I know everyone's sitting around going, well, Jamie, how many podcasting platforms? We're on 630-something of them. There's that many podcasts. Who, who has that much? 
let me just say this, and I'm not trying to mess myself over here. I'm just saying, if you're sitting around going, you know what, we need an online business, how about a podcasting? Well, there's, I know there's 630 of them already. Uh, I think that's covered. But uh, yeah. you do you. That's all I'm saying. At our show. That's fine. Anyhow, very cool, everybody. We will see you tomorrow. We've got a uh, fantastic afterthought tomorrow uh, in a brand-new uh, film and uh, called Storage. It's a thriller film. So it's one of those, uh, you know, give you heebie-jeebies. Anyhow, we will see you tomorrow. Have a great one, everybody. And remember, the world's still weird. Be kind to people. Nobody ringing a register is sitting on a corporate board making policy. So yelling at them ain't going to get your point. Go home and write a nasty email. That's, you know, think about it before you do that, and you'll probably find something else to do. Anyhow, be nice to people, and we will see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Awesome. Thank you, Jamie. Pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.